The following is a class given by His Holiness Jaya Pataka Swami Maharaj on September 2nd, 2007. The class begins with a reading from the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, verse 17, and was given on Sri Krishna Janmashtami. The following verses summarize the principles of incarnation. Quote, The avatar incarnation of Godhead descends from the kingdom of God from material manifestation. And the particular form of the personality of Godhead whose soul descends is called an incarnation or avatar. Such incarnations are situated in the spiritual world, the kingdom of God. When they descend to the material creation, they assume the name avatar. There are various kinds of avatars, such as Purusha avatars, Guna avatars, Viva avatars, Satyavesha avatars, Manvantara avatars, and Yuga avatars, all appearing on schedule all over the universe. But Lord Krishna is the primeval Lord, the fountainhead of all avatars. Lord Krishna descends for the specific purpose of mitigating the anxieties of the pure devotees who are very anxious to see him in his original Vrindavan pastimes. Therefore, the prime purpose of the Krishna avatar is to satisfy his unalloyed devotees. The Lord says that he incarnates himself in every millennium. This indicates that he incarnates also in the age of Kali. As stated in Srimad Bhagavatam, the incarnation of the age of Kali is Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, 
who spread the worship of Krishna by the Sankirtan movement, congregational chanting of the holy name, and spread Krishna consciousness throughout India. He predicted that this culture of Sankirtan would be broadcast all over the world, from town to town and village to village. Lord Chaitanya is the incarnation of Krishna, the personality of Godhead. This is described secretly but not directly in the confidential parts of the revealed scriptures, such as the Maha Upanishad, Mahabharata, and Bhagavatam. The devotees of Lord Krishna are very much attracted by the Sankirtan movement of Lord Chaitanya. This avatar of the Lord does not kill the machines but delivers them by his causeless mercy. Today we're celebrating the birthday of Lord Krishna. Over 5,000 years ago he descended. As Bhagavad Gita explains here, he descended from the spiritual world. Far beyond this material universe is, like we're in one universe, it says that there are unlimited millions of universes in the material existence. And beyond the total material existence, there's a spiritual sky. And the material world is only one fourth of the total energy of the Supreme Lord. The three fourth energy is in the spiritual world. So there, Krishna and his different expansions are eternally manifested. But sometimes Krishna descends into this material world. So that the sense is called avatar. Now they're using the word avatar in uh, computer games and other things. But this original word means that the Lord is descending from the spiritual sky. It's a more accurate word than incarnation. Now that he takes, incarnate seems to indicate that taking a fleshy body where the Lord comes down in a spiritual body which is visible to us. And therefore he never grows old, he never dies. When Krishna was in the Bhagavad Gita, uh, battlefield speaking Bhagavad Gita, you see his picture here, was like about 22 years old. At that time he was actually 125. So Krishna doesn't get old. He's eternally useful. Sometimes, like in the Christine chapel, they have a picture of the Supreme Lord with a, as an old man with a big beard. But Lord Krishna, if he's uh, transcendental, so why should he grow old? He saves eternally useful. But he does uh, come down 5,000 years ago. He came down in a place called Mathura. And still those who want to visit uh, India, they can see uh, Mathura. It's about uh, two hours uh, train ride from Delhi. And there, there's uh, the prison house where Lord Krishna had appeared. Because uh, Krishna's mother, Devaki, was the sister of Kamsa, who was the demoniac tyrant at the time. Uh, a voice from heaven said that her eighth child would kill Kamsa. So Kamsa had Devaki arrested with her husband. And whenever they had a baby, he would kill the baby. 
this was going on. So now finally when Krishna appeared, he was the eighth son of Devaki, the eighth child. At that time, he appeared at midnight. So today we're having the cultural celebration of his birthday, his appearance. Where on the 4th of September, the temple will have the religious celebration. And we stay up till midnight and observe some special ceremonies at midnight celebrating when he came. That's a different kind of a program. So, when Krishna appeared, he showed his uh, spiritual form to his mother and father. This is Narayana form with four arms. He was fully dressed when he appeared. Like this, the parents offered him all kinds of prayers. And finally, Devaki said she's worried that if Kamsa comes and finds him, he will kill Krishna. Actually, Krishna can't be killed, but anyway, the mother, the affection was like that. She was afraid. Then Krishna said, to take me to Vrindavan. And there, Mother Yasoda has given birth also this night to a baby girl. But she doesn't know what kind of baby she has. It's a, the labor, pains and everything. She just fell asleep after giving birth and she never thought whether it's a boy or girl or what it is. She go and take the girl and put me there. And bring the girl back here. So then all the guards in the prison were fell sound asleep and the doors and the locks all fell open. So Vasudev could go, he could cross the Jamuna River, which was a, a stormy night. The river opened and made a path for Vasudev to cross. He went to the other side, went into the bedroom of Yasoda, took the baby girl, left Krishna there, and he came back to Mathura. So like this, that's why Krishna, he grew up in Vrindavan. And the next day, Nanda Maharaj saw that he had a baby boy. So, whoa, what a wonderful thing. So they uh, had a big celebration. And there you can see that little baby Krishna on a swing. So this is a temple pavilion. So later you can go and you can swing Krishna on the swing. It looks like that's an Abhishek table. So they're going to give a bath because when Krishna appeared, then his father arranged to give an Abhishek with milk and yogurt and ghee and honey and nectar, water, fruit juices. So we'll also have a, a bathing ceremony here. You can participate. So we're celebrating all the things connected with Krishna's appearance. So the idea is that we are in this material world, which is a kind of a prison house. That ultimately those who are in the spiritual world, they never die, they never get diseased, they never grow old. That's our real residence. But for some reason or another, we fell down into this material world. And to be a human being is a special gift from Krishna. 
that if we understand about his appearance, his activities, his nature, about our own spiritual nature, then we can go back to Godhead at the end of this life. In fact, in the next verse, Krishna says, Janma karma chamedya mevanyo vedi tatvata jatvadeham puna janma maiti maneti sojuna. One who knows the transcendental nature of my appearance and activities does not upon leaving the body take his birth again in this material world but attains to my spiritual eternal abode, O Arjuna. So we should understand that Krishna, when he comes, he chooses, this is my mother and this is my father. He comes down in his own spiritual way, in his own spiritual form. And he spends some time here giving his message, Bhagavad Gita was spoken by Krishna. He gave all of us the teachings. What is this material world? What is the purpose of life? How can we get back to that spiritual existence? How we can be happy while we're living in the material world? So many factors, so many things are revealed here. We hope that while you're here for the festival, there's going to be so many cultural programs, question and answers, exhibitions, different things going on. Please. Also, you take some opportunity to understand something about the transcendental appearance and activities of Krishna. Because if you can figure it out, how Krishna comes down in the material world on his own free will, how he is transcendental, is not bound by the bondage of the material laws of karma, the other country to free all of us, to save us, then you can, automatic, just by knowing that secret, you can go back to Krishna. You can be freed from this material repetition of birth and death. We are all forced to be born again and again. We don't get to choose who our parents are going to be. That's all decided for us, depending on our activities in the previous life, our desires. When we get a particular mother and father, that gives us our biological parents. Then after that, we can try to increase our spiritual knowledge, get initiated by a spiritual master. He becomes our Guru Pitab, he becomes our spiritual father. We take another birth from the spiritual master that's called Guru Jara being born by the Guru spiritually. And then one can get a third birth, which is called Yagik Janam, where one is ordained as a minister. So there's different kinds of births we can take, namely three. So like this, to get an understanding of what Krishna's activities are, how his appearance is happening, how it's all transcendental, this is a very great boon. We can just understand the simple thing that we can also go back to Krishna. But Krishna is not a human being. He is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. 
when the Bible says that man is made in the image of God, so Krishna looks like us because actually we look like him. It's a person, and that's his spiritual form. So when he came, different kinds of devotees were serving him. So that there's different ways we can relate with Krishna as a servant. We can be just an admirer and in a neutral relationship. Or we can be a servant of Krishna, a servitor doing service for him. Or we can be a friend of Krishna. We can be a parent for Krishna. Or we can be a wife or lover of Krishna. Supreme Lord has these five kinds of primary relationships. So obviously this birth and childhood relationships of mother and father are very prominent. And all the neighbors in the village where Krishna grew up, they also have like a parental relationship with Krishna. So they're also taking care of Krishna. They're bringing food their friends and mother, uh, Yasoda. So they're all having this parental kind of uh, relationship with Krishna. So this way they're enjoying a transcendental bliss. The love for the Supreme Personality of Godhead is not something abstract, but it's something where we can directly experience an exchange of loving sentiments with Him. We hope that today you also get a little taste of that love and be able to experience a transcendental bliss. As mentioned that Krishna also came in this age of Kali as Lord Chaitanya 521 years ago. I live in the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Mayapur, India. How many of you visited Mayapur, India so far? Oh, so many. How many would like to visit us there sometime in the future? If you're invited, please come and visit us. It's in Bengal, 108 kilometers north of Calcutta. We're on the site of the Gantis. They're building a spiritual community. We have about 1,500 residents in our community, including children. I hope you like it. Also in Krishna, he had his childhood pastimes in Vrindavan. So there in Vrindavan, there's the, uh, so many temples, about 5,000 temples dedicated to Krishna. So today, in this uh, period, there's a big celebration where people are celebrating the appearance of Krishna in the world. In India, it's a national holiday, the appearance of Krishna, appearance of Ram. It's a universally accepted personality. It's a supreme person, so we hope that all of you also have a nice uh, experience today at this festival. I think my time's up now, it's time for the next act. Next. Huh? Are they here? Any questions anyone has while we're... I'll ask it one time. She says that 
And every millennium Krishna comes, but actually Krishna comes in different forms. Like in the Kriti Yuga he came as Ram, in the Satya Yuga he came as Yajna. So every Yuga comes in different forms. But Krishna is the original form. And Krishna doesn't come very often. He comes once in every four billion years. There's uh, a thousand yuga cycles. And in that thousand is one day of Brahma. And he comes in the 27th yuga cycle in the beginning of the thousand. One day of Brahma, according to Vedic uh, astrological types. So the fact that we are here today as a human being, just 5,000 years after Krishna appeared, it's a very special opportunity, so we get so much information. We have the Bhagavad Gita that he spoke, we have his life history in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Maybe after hundreds of thousands of years, these books may not be so easily available. So for us, 5,000 years seems like a long time, but in the universal time frame, it's not that long. We're fairly recently after Lord Krishna. After he comes, sometimes Lord Chaitanya comes and he really reveals all the secrets about Krishna. We get even a better, deeper understanding. This is a very great opportunity so that Krishna, he gets the love of Godhead very easily to his devotees. But not to everyone. But when he comes again, his Lord Chaitanya came 500 years ago, he gives even more easily. So we can get this special divine love very easily in this age by chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And the next group that's going to be on here, they brought harmoniums and instruments, and you're going to hear some beautiful singing it sounds like. Bhajan Ben. This Bhajan Yoga is very popular nowadays in uh, all over the world. It's the easiest way to perform yoga simply by singing. I hope that you all experiment in this Bhajan Yoga, singing the Kirtan Yoga, singing the names of Krishna, the mantras. It's an easy way to become uh, a meditative without having to go through a lot of difficult asanas or sitting postures. So I'll be around here the whole day in case anyone later on wants to ask me anything, talk with me, I'll be available to share some more things about Krishna.